Yep, yep, yep. Hey, which I thought y'all wasn't gonna get a sports podcast this week because I mean we 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 live and direct from how we we. Hey man, um, I've been on vacation for the past couple of days. This is my last day on vacation. Then I'll be headed back, uh, headed back home. But I haven't missed. I haven't missed a second of basketball. I'm telling you that right now. As much as I've been outside. I've been inside too, you know. These the 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 days the the days just run longer over here, um, and I've been keeping my daily dosage of basketball. You know, uh, I'm getting back. Well, we were supposed to get back to going to um, summer league in in Vegas every year, and hopefully we do a better job of scheduling. And, and it's not it's not about the scheduling. It's just. You know, got to have my family time, you know, and July is just a busy month. But July is also a busy month for sports, really basketball. And, you know, summer league starts. Summer league is just a beautiful thing. Basketball is year round. But, you know, after the finals, especially if the finals is is, it goes to like a seventh game, you know, it'll end in June. And then basketball, you turn it. I mean, you got the draft. And you got basically the summer league basketball right after that. And here's where you find those hidden gems. Here's where you find that footage of, you know, players that become stars or superstars. Or even if you just want to talk about some honorable role players, this is where it starts at. You know, some players will play for the most part. Some players won't. And I think the spotlight we already know was on Victor Win by Rihanna, okay? I've been having, you look, he has too many syllables for his last name. Everybody had their focus on him, uh, rightfully so. And the truth be told, I was there wrong. I thought I was going to see, I thought we was only going to see him for half of a game, you know, similar to what they did with Zion, but Zion had came into the league off of an injury. You know what I mean? Now, was that injury bothering him? I don't, I'm not sure, but he did hurt himself in the very beginning of the game, uh, playing against RJ that Friday. That was the same Friday. Zion versus RJ was the same Friday that Kawhi Leonard and PG-13 signed with the Clippers. So that will give you our perspective on when that went down. Uh, so Victor is, is, is um, they have him or the, uh, I, I'm not going to say ranked, but they uh, they feel that this is the biggest um, I would say player that's being drafted into the NBA prospect, um, basically the the most, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? I mean, the hype is there. Are they going to call him the one of the biggest prospects since LeBron James? Uh, but we've seen this type of hype before. I just mentioned Zion. And we got Zion, we got Braun, I got Kareem up there. Now, I wasn't, you know, obviously I wasn't alive. I wasn't alive when Kareem was being sought after, you know, uh, before he came out of high school. But I could just imagine, you know, I could just, I mean, and then you could also go on YouTube and get everybody else's perspective that was around that time. It was a monster because Kareem went on every level. But, um, yeah, you got Kareem up there, you got LeBron up there, uh, you got Zion up there, and, you know, a lot of cats was, you know, 
this is the same type of hype with Victor. You know, San Antonio um, had the number one pick, and they, they had no choice but to go with them. And the reason why I said, you know, with the summer league is a beautiful thing. The tickets went up, and that's why I think he played. I don't think he played to get his feet wet or anything like that. You know what I mean? Because there were some other players that that did that that didn't play as much. You know, you got you got Jaime from UCLA. He didn't play that much. As a matter of fact, I don't remember him actually playing the first game. That's just me not remembering if he played the first game. But you know, a couple of days later, while I came out here, you know, he was just sitting on the he was sitting on the bench in street clothes. And rightfully so, you know, with Scoot Henderson, Scoot Henderson, and I forgot which other player that got drafted, both of them got hurt. And then when they got hurt, that's when I said, now they're going to shut down Victor. But they let Victor play for a while. They let Victor play for a couple of games. And then they shut him down, right? Rightfully so. Not too much on Victor, though, people. You know, his first game was... um. His first game was beneath his um, hype, I, I would say, you know. Now, his last game was something he had put up some he had put up some solid numbers. Here's the thing with both, because both can be true. Hey, it's just a summer league. He had a bad first game. He had a great last game in the summer league. And at the end of the day. It's just a summer league. It can go either way. Either this is telling that I will say this. He was in my number one pick for a few reasons, right? Um, I was locked in on Scoot Henderson, but we could be wrong. But we do know history shows that the number one picks don't always pan out. And those number three, that number three, that number three. And then you could you could find some gems later on in the draft after that. Not necessarily my pick, right? But that's just me. Uh, you can't pass up on a prospect like that, though. You just can't. Like the world will consider you nuts unless you end up being right, and then you'll be a, somewhat of a genius for the time period or dodging a bullet. But you got to take Victor with the first pick, you know. And again, going back to the first end versus the last game, it was like night and day, and you can see. Just watching and off your perspective, you could just see where he might have a little problems in the league, but you can also see where, hey, he might, you know, he got to play his role. Now, depending on what, how San Antonio uses him and what they want to use him for, I mean, Victor's considered a franchise, franchise changing type of player. He looked like he almost weighed like 107 pounds. You know what I'm saying? And, and then in the summer league, you're playing against cats that want to make the roster, that's trying to make the roster anywhere from them playing overseas or playing for the, the farm teams in the league and things like that. So I think people are just trying to hurry up and get to that point where he's playing against the big dogs. They consider him, quote unquote, ready. Um, because he's a number one pick and he's a franchise changing type of player. But we just have to see. We really just have to see. It is the first game. It is the last game. Not too much on Victor. Not too much on Victor. He has come out and said, and you know what? I kind of feel bad for him because the media, you know. Now, he is in San Antonio and he is partially protected by Pop. But he got to be ready for this media. He has to be ready for this media, especially a player that's coming from another country. Um, 
you know, it, it's not like it's not like they they they're going to try to drill these players that's come from a different these Euro players, but it's the fact that these the is is relentless. They're going to ask you questions that don't make sense. They're going to ask you the questions that you got to be ready. You got to be prepared for. I mean, this is why they hire cats for the PR team. Yeah, they got they they're going to have you ready. But also, like, if you just genuinely answer the questions the way you, you know, he said, look, man, it was it was a lot going on out there. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was a lot going on upstairs. You know what I'm saying? Came tip off time. It's just I wasn't, you know, I wasn't the same person that y'all been seeing in these highlights, basically. And that's fine. It's just a summer league. It's just a summer league. You know what I'm saying? It's out there. <clears throat> and here's the thing. I'm willing to bet you that. They was like, go out there and just do just enough, you know, because at the end of the day, you can't tell me that they didn't tell him to go out there. Now, they probably wouldn't tell him, but I honestly believe that they rolled him out there just to spike up the ticket sales. Same thing with Zion. Same thing with um, with with Zoe and Jason Tatum and, and them. It's like. Let's just put this just roll them out there. And I'm not saying that 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 Lonzo Ball was a um was a must see, but you gotta remember around that time that his dad, uh LeVar Ball, hyped everything. You know what I mean? He did a well he he actually helped the NBA out for at least for that time period. You know what I mean? Because people I remember I had already bought my tickets early on. After, you know, when they were saying that, yo, this is about to sell out, um, yo, them ticket prices went up. I told cats when it came to when it came to uh to Lonzo, when it came to Zion. Yo, we need to hurry up and get these tickets because it's going to go up. The ticket sales for Victor to go see Victor, them tickets was already up. They had already jumped ahead of this. You know what I mean? And I'm pretty sure they said, look, go out there, get your feet wet, don't do too much. Because the last thing that you want to do is end up in a, a Chet homeroom situation where you don't even make it to play the season. Kind of like, kind of like Ben Simmons, uh, kind of like Blake Griffin. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to get hurt early on. You know, um, you know, you remember, uh, Blake missed a whole year. He missed a whole, his whole rookie year. He missed that, you know, um, and you don't want to be in a situation like that, especially when the franchise is planning to build off of you. So that's why I was surprised that they even allowed him to play so much, but you know, he got his feet wet. Prior to all of this, prior to him getting drafted, he was out. I'm pretty sure they told him to calm down towards the end of his, uh, his, uh, you know, his last few games with the team that he was playing for. But, uh, man, you know, you just, it, it's, it's cool, man. Like the league, the season will be here in no time. But at the end of the day, we got to chill on that. We got to chill on that. Let him live. And the kid is only what, 19? You gotta let him live, man. You gotta let him live. You know he gonna he. I don't. I don't expect him to come out of the game. He hasn't shown me anything that says he's gonna be out the gate with it. You know what I mean? I mean, KD. KD didn't get as much. KD didn't get as much um, um, hype as Victor has. You know what I'm saying? But we knew once KD was coming into the league, he was gonna he was gonna be a problem. 
You know, now KD had that type of hype when he signed in Texas, but coming into the league, obviously we knew he was going to be a top pick. But the hype, you know, this is again they're comparing it to the Zion rookie, um, the, the 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 Zion draft. They they're comparing it to the rookie year of, of LeBron James coming in. The hype built around it, and 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 rightfully so. I mean, this is this is a cat that's seven four. You know, that could handle the ball like a guard and he's going to be a hell of a rim protector. And I think for the most part, we started to see that as, you know, the day started to go by. Like this cat is, you know, even if he's not pulling his weight on the offensive side early on, defensively, you know, he's going to be there. And he played against the number two pick. He played against Miller. And Miller did well. He had some iffy games prior to playing against Victor. So y'all got to let it, you know what I'm saying? Y'all got to chill. Y'all got to chill. These are Even though the hype is there and some of these are quote-unquote franchise changers or uh, helping pieces to a new team or maybe the focal point of a new team, they're still rookies. They're still rookies, you know. Some of these are more, much more talented rookies than than back in the day because they've been exposed to uh, to more and better competition. They've been playing bad. They play. They probably have played more basketball games in their life, you know, with AAU and and getting to AAU. All, I'm off of Victor. Y'all need to chill on Victor. Let him live. He shut down for the rest of the summer league anyway. I'm pretty sure they they sent his ass either back home. Or they sent them back to San Antonio for him to chill out or whatever. I do propose this. I mean, I think eventually Chuck Holgram actually did so. You got to put on some weight. That's not even. That's not even a. Um, it, I I wouldn't say that's mandatory, but it's hard for me to believe that he's going to be able to play. Because um, a lot of days, a lot, a lot of these cats eat isn't playing 82 games like that. Even like, I'm like, I'm talking about the youngsters. I'm not talking about Braun and the ADs of the world and things like that. Even Steph is not playing 82 games. Most of these cats are playing anywhere between 60, 60, 65 games a year. You know, uh, that's just how, that's just what it is. It's like the load management is a normal thing around this time, but he got to put on some weight because I can't imagine him playing 82 games uh, taking that type of punishment on his body. He has a thin frame, you know what I mean? So night in, night out, he got to play the four and the five, you know? So we'll definitely see. We'll definitely see. But no, no, uh, not too much on Victor. But speaking of AAU, I brought it up on the previous uh, episode, Open Run. Uh, everybody knows that I'm real close to not only do you have summer league in Vegas, but you also have AAU tournaments, uh, one of the biggest tournaments of the year besides the Coca-Cola classic, besides the peach, uh, classic, the EYBLs of the world and stuff like that. Those are a whole nother level of, of tournaments or whatever. And then you got Bigfoot, you know, Bigfoot has one of the biggest tournaments of the year, uh, that they have in Vegas and in California. Um, and they have a team in Maine who is led by a Ford, a 16-year-old Ford, 16U Ford by the name of Cooper Flag. That's Flag with two Gs, okay? And I caught wind of him earlier this year uh, while I was in Vegas. And we were watching, uh, we just, you know, we watched basketball. basketball. Basketball is on my TV randomly. You know what I'm saying? If it's not SportsCenter, basketball or um uh the office
office, you know, especially on a weekend. You know what I mean? So with with the with the uprise uh, of AAU during the year, especially towards the summer, I'm going to find some basketball to watch anywhere between AAU and uh, summer league. And, you know, like I said, while summer league is going on, um, you know, everybody's in Vegas, too. That's the thing. If y'all if y'all ever want to be in a situation where y'all want to see some of these NBA superstars and some of these coaches and former players, too, go to Vegas, go to Vegas around. go, And, and it's usually it's usually around the first week or two, the first week or two in in, in, uh, in July, whenever they have the summer league, just get there opening day. OK, and try to stay for the for the next anywhere, anywhere between three or four days. Take a vacation, you know, three or four days. I know, I know a lot of people don't gamble and stuff like that. You don't have to do that. But it's basketball nonstop. If you watch basketball, if you love basketball, it's nonstop. Uh, but Cooper Cooper flag dog is, is a, a white boy from Maine. And uh, he's anywhere, he's somewhere around six, seven, six, eight. Um, he, he's eye level with Bron. He's not as bulky as Bron, but he's only 16 and he's not far away. If you saw Cooper Flag walk in with the NBA team, you would think he was on the team. You know what I mean? This is not your average 16 year old, you know. Um, and he has some battles because he's played against the Boozer uh, twins. And the Boozer twins are a problem. And I'm pretty sure both of them are going to be going to Duke. <laughs> I'm pretty sure both of them is going to be going to Duke. But uh, Cooper Flag, that's who I'm hanging my hat on for the next couple of years, man. I'm not sure where he's going to go. He looks like a Duke player as well. Now, you know, obviously Boozer got ties to Duke, so I wouldn't be surprised if both of his twins end up going to Duke. Uh, Cooper Flag looked like he's, he looks like a Duke player. He looks like Coach K already knows him. And uh, it'll be interesting to see where he goes, though. It'll be interesting to see where he goes. Um, but, yeah, we got two more years of Cooper Flag in, 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 <laughs> in high school. I mean, unless he graduates early, then he might reclass, reclassify. And um, I'm, I'm saying I think the number one pick is I think he end up I think he ends up with Duke. I don't want to say Kentucky because that style of play, I don't, I'm not sure if he'll end up with Kentucky, but I think he will probably go to Duke. There's not even, there's not another team that I could see him, a jersey. I can't see him in another type of jersey. It'd be crazy if he picked California. <laughs> It'd be crazy if he went from one side uh, uh, of the United States to the other side and say, hey, I'm going to UCLA. I'm trying to put that, come on, man. Come on, man. It feels kind of weird adding a 16-year-old 16, 16 on a, on Twitter and saying, because I did it to Jalen Brown. But Jalen Brown Jalen Brown was 18. You know what I mean? I'm like, Jalen Brown. And at the time, he was indecisive on where he was going to go. Everybody was on Twitter at the time saying, Jalen Brown, go here, go here, go here, go here. Um, yeah, but Cooper Flag, go look him up. Cooper Flag, that's flag with two G's. Uh, go do your due diligence. Go to YouTube. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, um, you know, some of these tournaments are about to be over in a few. Even though there's tournament, tournaments all July, I think Cooper might be. I don't think there's too many games he got. I mean, but he's year-round. He's a year-round type of player. So uh, keep a close eye on him. I know 
I know the NBA is already on him. They had him. They had Braun talking to him on already on the sideline. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, yeah. He's a special player. Special player. Special player. No doubt. No doubt. No doubt. Um, and that's it, man. Short and sweet. Short and sweet uh, uh, episode this week, and uh, not too much, man. Because like I said. I'm on vacation, so I got to get back to the family, man. I got to get back. But before I do, before I get out of here, this is one. Uh, this this is a funny stat that I want to. Uh, this is a funny stat that I want to talk about right here, man. Um, it's not funny, but it's definitely something to 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 think about. So they talked about the new. Uh, tournament at the beginning of this, at, basically at the beginning of the season, going to take place in November. And it's like an in-season tournament that they're going to have, and they broke it down into, um, what is it, six? I think it's six different brackets and four teams each in that bracket. I don't have the East on me and really don't care about the East, but in the West, they have three different brackets. They have the West A, West B, West C and West A is the Grizzlies, the Suns, Lakers, Utah Jazz, and Portland. We're gonna have we're probably gonna have problems with uh with Phoenix, and then obviously Memphis is who they are, right? Uh, but Ja won't be there. That's the that's the thing. I, that's the one part I forgot. Ja won't be there for that part. Then in the West B, you have Denver, Clippers, Pelicans, Dallas, Rockets. That's a cracking one right there. That's a nice one, you know, between Denver, Dallas, and and the Clippers, and the Clippers. The Clippers will probably be in a new arena by this time, too. West C, you have Sacramento Kings, Golden State Warriors, Minnesota Timberwolves, OKC, and the Spurs. That's a solid one as well. That's a solid one as well. Um... I like that one. I think I would have swapped out Memphis. I know they tried to balance it as best as they could. But I probably would have swapped out Memphis. And I would say putting putting Golden State in the same bracket as the Suns and the Lakers isn't fair. That's top heavy. Maybe the Kings, even though the Kings are up, uh, up and coming and, and they were one of the top teams in the West. But the Kings, to me, the Kings are still the Kings. No disrespect. But I just wanted to make it, uh, make it make sense, like, you know, make sure all these teams were close. You know what I mean? Uh, I think the furthest that you have to travel is to Memphis uh, because Phoenix is right next door. Utah is right next door. And Portland is up top with Denver, uh, Colorado. You got the Clippers. The Pelicans is probably the furthest they'll have to go. And then you got the two Texas teams in Houston and Dallas. And then you got the Kings and Golden State. That's within driving distance. And Minnesota will probably be the furthest you have to go with OKC and then the Spurs. Um, so that'd be nice. That'd be nice. Uh, I can't. I can't wait for that. And that's uh, again. That's in the beginning of the season. So let's um, let's look out for that. And then the last thing before we get up out of here, man. We are truly looking at the end of uh, of a generation. And it, it's something I've been thinking about for the past couple of years because I've been thinking about uh, Bron as he's gotten older. KD, ha- he, you know, he has changed. 
and even Curry. Those are the top three players to me of this generation. So when you look at it, PG, PG 13 is heading into his 14th year. Steph is heading into his 15th year. James Harden is going to his 15th year. Russ is heading to his 16th year. KD, 17th year. CP3, 19 years. Braun is heading to his 21st year. Just think about that, man. I think out of all those players, obviously Curry has a lot more in his tank, but we have seen the changes in Curry. You know, all of these players we haven't. Now, what we've seen Braun do was something different, but even then, you can... You can respectfully criticize Bron's game and knowing that it's not the same. But when you think of when we talk about all these players, none of their games are the same. Are they still effective? Absolutely. Elite as sometimes? Yes. But we've seen them start to deteriorate over the past couple of years. You know, but when you look at them, like, you know, a, a lot of superstars don't last as long at that level, though. You know what I'm saying? Like they're lasting this long at a high level, um, but you can just see is is that the speed, the agility is just not there. The, I mean, I mean, <laughs> they're getting a little bit more banged up than usual. They're taking more low management is a thing. You know what I mean? So the durability is is just is iffy now. But um, you know, just like just like this year, we've seen Ron break the record. Uh, the scoring, the all-time scoring record, we have to, um, we got to be grateful for for this. You know what I'm saying? We got to look at this as if, like, this is history in the making right here. So as, as much as we are fans towards certain teams and certain players, let's just remember that, hey, these players are on their way out. Let's grasp every moment. Even if we got to go, hey, let's go scrape up a couple of hundred dollars and go see this game. You know, because it's going to be their last time, last go around. At least, you know, they last go around of some real good high-level basketball. You know, there's no telling how long Curry will end up playing. Uh, and if, if you were to tell me from this day forward that, you know, him going into his 15th year, that he has another five years, another five to seven years to go, you can't tell me that he's going to be playing uh, the same style of basketball that he's been playing for the uh, past fifteen years, I, I I don't see I don't see it happening. You know what I mean? Same thing with like Tom Brady. Um, we seen the we seen the fall off. We seen the drop off until he dropped off. You know, um, Father Time is on the way. So, but I I believe that you know, like I said, out of the and I, the only reason why I bring up Curry is because Curry is you know, the best shooter of all time. And it's one of those things where it's like, will he just convert himself into a shooter, you know? So we'll see. We'll see. You know, his shot is still valuable for the league. Um, might be a liability on defense, you know. Probably won't be able to run the offense through him anymore, but we'll see. We'll see. Overall with BTG, man, Hawaii edition. Y'all thought y'all wasn't going to get an episode? I'll see y'all next week.